Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I am here with the guy who, uh, who won me some money, who pulled off a huge win. Big upset, but he wasn't upset to him because... Upset. It was an upset as far as the odds go, but it wasn't an upset as far as like what we knew what you were capable of doing. Jake Ellenberger is here, man. Right, it's good to be here, man. Uh, so stoked. By the way, the, the podcast is on Tip a Fighter, so we're on Tip a Fighter. You can tip us if you like the podcast. Throw us uh, some cash. Uh, we gladly take it. Uh, we got some big tips. Uh, actually, this week, last week, we got some good, uh, so thank you for everyone who tipped us. That's awesome. Thank you very much. Uh, and I also want to thank our, our, uh, our sponsor as far as uh, uh, Fighters DNA. Do you have it? Ellenberger, you have it, man. Listen, for the mats, for the streets, every place in between, the hours <laughs> spent sharpening steel against steel plays out in a line that says, best what doesn't need to be said? You've been given fair warning. It's started by bona fide Brazilian jiu-jitsu practitioners. Fighters DNA apparel exists as both a warning sign and signal. Sometimes better to look good while kicking ass than look bad while kicking ass. Okay, so check out Fighters DNA. Uh, look, I'm sure most clothing, they're, they're, uh, they're really, you know, abstractions outside the design. The fundamental shape changes little. Their design actually acts as the Rosetta Stone for all that follows. They're sleek, swift, adept, and adapt it to wherever you're planning to be. Check it out. FightersDNA.com. FightersDNA.com. Bravo. And Check by the it way, out. And Joe Perez is here, by the way. What's Joe up, the guys? Kid Perez. Now, we only have uh, 40 minutes because Jake was 40 minutes late. Uh, however, he showed up, so that's all that matters. We have all the way from Orange County to be here. Thank you. Jake, how are you feeling? I'm good, man. I'm good. It's, uh, you know, life's always crazy <laughs> with, a ki- with kids, any kids. It doesn't matter their fucking age, but... Uh, my, my boy, he's about 14 months old now, but there's it, always something, like, it seems like something always happens when you're walking out the door. Right. It seems like that's just been the, the, the routine now, but... Uh, yeah, but we forget about kids. Let's talk about your fighting career. Listen, listen, okay? Now, kids don't matter. Kids What's don't... Yeah. Listen, you came out, Thanks, man. man. Everyone was writing you off. And I was like, I had them doing some research, right? Yeah, yeah. I was asking people around your gym, uh, uh, strictly Benny, pretty much. Benny. Uh, I said, how does Jake look? Guys. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. And Benny told me, Jake is back. He goes, Jake is kicking ass at the gym. And he's told me when you weren't there. Because he would say, hey, yeah, man, yeah. if, if, he, if you talk to Jake, you. talk to Jake, tell him, please come back to the gym, this and that. Uh, but, but, but he was like, listen. Jake is back. The old Ellenberg is back. So I, I, and I was telling everyone that. I said, guys, put your money on Ellenberger, okay? I, this kid's not going to lie to me because he's, he's giving me – now, what, 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 how does it feel? What was the change? What was the difference? Um, you know, there was a little – I mean, there was uh, some changes in training as far as like – you know, when I, when I started consistently training back at Kings, there, there's, uh, there's so many – you know, it's gotten a little deeper. The depth of the, the gym's gotten better. There's so many guys. Um, but, yeah, they all help me out a lot. I mean, it's um, – all guys that I've had good relationships with, Dos Anjos, Benny, um, 
and, and just being consistent with them. And it's been yeah, – so it was it was good. I, I don't think there was – to be honest, there wasn't a lot of changes. I mean, I think that I, I was definitely more confident going into the fight. And uh, for me, it's just getting my mind straight. You know what I mean? It, as easy as that sounds, just, just keeping the mind straight and uh, – you know, then then it's a lot easier to to, to fight. I was so, so pr- I was going crazy. I, I was That's I was one of those fights that like is what MMA is all about. Those jumping up out of your chair oh, moments. I was screaming. going ballistic. <laughs> now now when you first caught him, right? You came out with two jabs and a right, uh-huh. and you, and you, you're not, and he goes flying back. Mm-hmm. I, I noticed you came. You were were you worried about emptying the gas tank and kind of because you know Matt Brown's known for coming back and yeah oh yeah. I mean, you know that's something just just watching him fight in in, in a lot of the fights that he's come back he's known for that like he comes back it's, it's so hard to put that guy away but um you know it's funny i was with uh in the, in the back you know you know we get there like they put us like three hours before the fight usually and it's just like i take a nap and stuff but anyway um master cordero and, and gi a couple of guys were in the back they were they were like you know you're they're like you're probably gonna hurt him it, it, it's funny how the, the first like 10 seconds of the fight went exactly how they said it was gonna like you're gonna hurt him at some point you know then obviously i didn't know it was gonna be right then but like you need to, you need to measure. You need to be smart. You know when you when you're going to finish him because this guy's obviously known for coming back and, and guys spending, you know, spending the spending the tank trying to finish him. But so uh, you know, initially, yeah, I was like, it's hard to really kind of see how hurt he. It, it doesn't matter how hurt he is unless he's dead. You know, what <laughs> yeah, I mean? he's yeah. One of those guys. Now, when he was coming back, was there ever like a oh shit moment in your head? Like, oh, this is going to be harder nah, than I thought it was going to be. Well, I, I expected that going into the fight. You know, before before it even started, I was like, it's, you know, it's going to be a fucking battle. But. uh I think it was just for me to just keep moving, you know, keep moving. He moves, I move, that kind of thing. But, uh, you know, I, I was in great shape. I wasn't. I didn't even know that you knew how to kick, by the way. I, I never <laughs> seen you throw a kick in your career. <laughs> That's the first kick you've thrown in that fight? No, but it, it's been, yeah, it's not, not a lot. I'm not a big kicker. But, yeah, it's, um, it's funny, though, when I first started training, kick, I, kickboxing was one of the first things I started training. And I, I used to kick a lot earlier in my career. And then I kind of, when I, I was grappling more and wrestling more, I, I kind of got away from it. I wasn't sure that you knew how to kick. Uh, I was like, oh, I didn't know that you know that was a part of the rules. You're allowed to kick. It was, it was awesome, dude. I was so pumped for you, man. Thanks, I mean, because I, you know, I was there at the Stephen Thompson fight. Yeah, and I, I was front row seat, and nothing depressed me more than to, than to see that happening because I was like, I didn't know you, how hurt you were. And luckily, mm-hmm. luckily, you like texted me an hour later. You're like, I'm fine. It's cool. Don't worry about it. But yeah. I was like, but to see like. I don't know, something about like being with somebody when they, they're at the top, they fall a little bit, and they're back at the top. Mm-hmm. You feel, I don't know. I, I was running around going, we did it, we did it. And people are like, we? What the, <laughs> fuck, did, the fuck did you do? You did absolutely nothing. I'm like, no, man, we did it, we did it. Yeah, fuck uh, you, we did it. Yeah, I was, I was so happy, man. Now, uh, a couple, now listen, I know you don't want to bash your old trainers, right? But, you know, going to... Uh, I don't know where this is going. Okay, listen. <laughs> so, when you, okay, I was a little concerned when you went to, uh, to uh, uh, Edmund, Coach Edmund, right? He had, okay. you, he had you boxing with Armenians every day, right? <laughs> uh, and and th- now, you le- was, was that smart, you think? In hindsight, you kind of wish you never went to Coach Edmund? No, I don't, I don't regret anything. I mean, um, you know what? Every, every fight has its own circumstances i mean there's so many so many variables that go into it um but again it it comes down to my you know i think it comes down to just my myself and in uh my mindset you know what i mean okay so you regret coach edmund all right now now, uh then (laughs) then we had the podcast where you came in here with some type of like 
uh, war expert or something. The guy, but he'd never been to war. You, you came in there with that guy who was like yelling incoming during your fights, and uh, you know how I'm talking about, right? Torn, yeah, 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 torn. That guy was a little crazy. He was like yeah, throwing grenades at you during practice and stuff. Uh, <laughs> but but you weren't hit with him for this one, right? No, no. I mean, I, I still talk to him and, and stuff. But yeah, he's a, he's definitely a different cat. Okay, because he was yelling like like uh, like bonsai and stuff, and it just it wasn't very clear. So well, it, 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 <laughs> not not necessarily. I mean, he he trains a lot of like the uh, border patrol, like. Um, like SEAL team kind of stuff but it, you know obviously that's a different scenario yeah you're not planting bombs in an you. octagon or anything I mean it's sort of like no yeah. and there's no surprise attack there's no surprise attack because so he was yelling surprise attack and stuff and like you yeah. know you know you know ISIS and stuff it was <laughs> it, it was very strange is he supposed to be like a mental coach <laughs> yeah he, he, okay. he, he, precisely it's kind of like a perception kind of guy like he be able to uh, manipulate your perception and like the way you perceive stress. But he was throwing jades in rivers during his training and stuff. It was it was very strange. <laughs> it was it was like catch <laughs> a salmon. Yeah, there were there were there were guys in turbans running around. Okay, uh, it, was, it was it was very bizarre. Now, but now, but now javelins at me. And shit. <laughs> but now we're we're back at Kings, right? We're not doing crazy training. We're we're just training MMA, right? No, we're, right? We're just we're back with Cordero because I feel like this is this is this is a good place for you. Well, I started training with um, this movement guy. No, I'm no. kidding. I'm kidding. No, I'm joking. That's fucking not true. No. Yeah. No. It's it's been it's been good, man. It's consistent. Um, like I said, just simplifying things. But yeah, I got a lot of a lot of good. Uh, you know, and let me let me make one point. I mean, I look about I look a lot at the you know the past few years and a lot of the ups and downs, and it's like I think that um, you know for for a lot of the the kind of the, the I should say shortcomings that I've had it's it's a, a lot of it's just been uh, too there's, there's too many things you know what I mean not being able to s- kind of simplify stuff like the way I've been able to do more recently um, but you know I, again I don't want I don't even want to focus on the past just no by the way we're the, good, man. We're the underground good. had a really funny thread about you did really? you read it no I didn't see it uh, I actually saved it and uh, they, they, you know, they, they have like nicknames for people. Let me see if I can find it. Because like they have like motivated BJ Penn, you know, that was that was one. And yeah. then uh, I, I gotta find this because they had one for you, uh, which I th- I thought was really really funny. Like these these guys are very very clever. These guys. Uh, there is. There's some. There's some funny stuff on that. Oh, absolutely. I haven't been on there in a while, but I, I hear it's great. They had a whole thing for you. Let me see if I can find it. By the way, so. Uh, uh, while, while I'm looking this up, Rory McDonald went to Bellator, mm-hmm. uh, and you know what? I look if he's getting paid more. That's that's all that matters. That, that's me, what right? I heard. I you know I heard they the um, they came back and tried to get the UFC to match or whatever. But hey, man, it's whatever you got to do. Whatever's whatever's best for you. Right. I mean, I think he's going to dominate in Bellator. Sure. I mean, I can't see anybody beating him. Although the MV- champ's pretty tough. Who's a champ? Who's the champ? Right, the guy the, that beat uh, Henderson, the Russian. The Russian. Yeah. And then uh, MVP. We don't know how good he is yet. Michael Venom Page. Oh, the guy that you right. know. You know that guy is. Yeah. The crazy karate guy. I feel like those guys are really hard. I mean, you know, from fighting Wonder Boy, it's hard to get guys in the gym that uh, that 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 can emulate that. You know, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. You don't. Yeah, well, I think to, for starters too, it's like you, you don't see. It's really hard to make that successful in martial. You know that traditional karate style or there's a lot of I mean you look at judo you look at ronda like they're, they're, people don't realize you know how hard it is to get no matter how good you are like to to be successful with um certain like one martial art or a traditional you mm-hmm. know karate style like a machida or, or a thompson like you 
it's it's extremely hard. I mean, just to be able to be successful, and then yeah, not to mention prepare for something like because you don't you don't see it because to, to be honest, it's not super successful. I mean, you look at how many guys, how many people in the sport train judo, and, and quite a bit do. I think after especially after um, Ronda Rousey, but I, I don't think there's been able there there hasn't been anybody besides her that can really make it successful. Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, but how do you? I mean, this guy MVP, he just. I guess he's like a 10th Dan or some kind of ridiculous karate guy. Mm. And he does these strange moves where his hands are down, but he's, he's relying s- slowly on quickness. Not, I mean, uh, you know, not just solely on quickness, but that's one of his main things. And it reminds me of a little bit like Roy Jones in his prime where eventually the speed goes and people can catch you because all mm. the stuff that you're doing, whatever. But, you know, he's good. I, yeah, no, absolutely. I, I got to – just reminding me of this. When, when uh, Lyoto Machida was training for Dan Henderson – he, uh, I just thought I'd, I'd throw this out there, but he didn't lose one round in training. He went through the whole camp like with with uh, at Kings, and he's. I, I was sparring with him last week, and I was like, "This guy, it's, it's, it's really, it's crazy because like, he keeps he's getting faster. Like he's been training Leo with, with yeah with Nick Curson and uh, the guy. It's it's crazy to think like he that he never lost a round in in, in the whole camp like leading up to the but it's just true like I I spar with him and he's one of the hardest guys like that style to fight yeah mm. by the way I I can't find it but the whole thing was like it was oh, like back against a wall Ellenberger that was one of it uh, <laughs> yeah. possibly going to Bellator Ellenberger <laughs> it was like it was like a whole thing it, it was one of the funniest threads I've I've like read in a, a while I was I was actually gonna show it to you I you would really appreciate it I can't find it it was like. 15 pages of types humor. of nickname yeah. of like almost unemployed Ellenberger. It was just like, it was great. It was Unemployment line Ellenberger. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to try to find it. Um, now, you, really quick, did you happen to watch the uh, these Mongolians that just started to strip naked? Oh, after, yeah. Uh, contesting <laughs> it. Like that, that, was, that was the best part of the Olympics. I it thought. was. Somebody said, Adam, next time your kid loses a close, you know what to do. <laughs> I wouldn't even know what to, like. Let's say you're the ref, or you're one of the one of the guy officials on the side, and then someone just gets you're like, "Yeah, what are you gonna I do?" Just put, I don't even know what to do. Like security, uh. <laughs> yeah. oh exactly. Uh, I was surprised that Burroughs didn't win the Olympics. I, I figured, yeah, man, it's it is. It's surprising. One, I gotta say, like with him, I mean, you you know you know the sport of wrestling, but it's like to see at that level to be able to win. Like, I mean. You see, some people win one like a world title, or even to medal in the Olympics. Um, but to do what he's done, you know, three yeah. three world title, three time world champ, and, and, and Olympic champ, like is is unheard of. You know what I mean? So just to just to even get where he's got like gotten is is crazy to think about. But yeah, I mean, like it's it's such a people don't realize it's such a <laughs> so mental game of small inches. You know what I mean? I mean, he, yeah. the, the, the guy he he. The guy he's lost to, he's beat before. I mean, oh it's, really? Yeah, it's it's one of those like you can lose by a point, but anyway, it's it's. So who it's, do you want to fight next? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me. Anyone? You know? Yeah, I'm, but you're thinking about it. Well, yeah, I am. It's funny. My my manager was talking to me a couple nights ago, and he was asking me the same thing. Like, when do you want to fight? This and that. And we were looking at like the whole top fifteen kind of stuff. And we both had a laugh. It was like, well, fuck, Matt Brown is probably the toughest guy on that list. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and as far as, like, when you look back, you're like, you know, not many guys are lining up to fight him. And because uh, I was saying, yeah, I, I really don't care. Like, oh, wh- whoever. But, yeah, 
going going forward, you know, anybody in the top ten would be great. Were you surprised that Woodley beat Luller? I was. I mean, if it was going to happen, it was going to probably happen in that you know in that first round, first first or second round. But uh, yeah, I think a lot of people were. I wasn't for some reason. I had I, I had money on him too. I, I won. I won fifty out of fifty bucks. Got me three hundred or forty. Got me three hundred on you and you and I because they trained together. And I just felt like Lawler's been in so many wars that his chin had to go at some time. Well, and, yeah. And I'm not sure his chin even went, but if it, yeah. but Woodley hit so caught. damn hard. Yeah. I mean, Lawler, he has, he's been in a lot of fucking battles, man. And, and I knew eventually he's going to get caught. It's just a matter of when. I didn't know it. I mean, you've been hit a lot. Do you ever notice sometimes you like forget shit or like that you're like, man, maybe I've been hit too many times? Well, thankfully not. Not that I know of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's good. <laughs> no. And I, I haven't really, I mean... Let's look back at, like, Lawler. I mean, he's been in Strike Force Wars. Like, I've been in a few. Like, don't get me wrong, I've been in a few. But, like, I, I would rather be the guy to get beat in the first round than fucking five-round crazy. Really? Boy. Yeah. Like, I don't need brain damage. I don't want to. You never lost in the first round. Oh, except for the Wonder Boy. But that, that fucking weird crazy. Well, and you had him hurt. Yeah, I mean, if you look at like the the, the just the battles that I've been in, like like me and Robbie when we fought, that was you know it was, it was back and forth. But I, I feel mean, like you I hurt him too had, in the third, don't you? Yeah, I did. But it, again, it, it, I haven't had a lot of those, you know. So I, I could go without those. <laughs> don't get nice again, uh, okay? I, I feel like you get nice. I'll, I'll fucking break a chair over your head right Thank now. Thank <laughs> you very much. That's that's what I want to hear. That's the Jake Ellenberger. Uh, I, I'm so happy for you, by the way. I, I was like, I, I don't break a chair on me. All right, so. Um, <laughs> Now, uh, what was the other thing? All right, so this week, the fights. A couple fights we got of this. Uh, Bellator, are you going to Bellator tomorrow night? Yeah, I think so. So Ben Henderson's fighting. Uh, right. Little Pitbull at 55. But Pitbull's going up a weight class to fight him. I have Ben Henderson. Oh, so, so Benson went down to 55, huh? Yeah. Okay. Which I think is good. I think he was too small for 170. Yeah, he, I mean, he's, he's a fantastic fighter either weight class, but uh, that's probably a little more comfortable for him. Yeah. How do you think Benson wins? Uh, I just think he's fought better guys. He's a better grinder. I think he uses his wrestling. His striking isn't like top notch, but his but when he puts it all together, his legs are so. He's one of those guys that's like so big for fifty five, but then small for seventy. It's mm-hmm. strange. Like you go, you see him against seventy fifty five pounders. His, his thighs are like bigger yeah, than. He's not real small. I mean, I don't know. I, like I, I've seen him. You know, I, I've seen him at wrestling tournaments, and I've seen him at fights, and. He's a he's a good, he's a good sized guy. I don't think he's a small welterweight. <laughs> he's yeah. a huge lightweight. Yeah, you know what I mean. His but but, but he massive. looks small when he fought like Brandon Thatch. He he looks smaller than yeah. Brandon. And when he, even when he fought the, the Russian from I Bellator, I looked tiny when I fought Matt Brown. The guy's tall. But yeah, but yeah, Brown is tall. Too, yeah, but you but. look jacked though. Brown had some weird body, damn, like dad bod guy. going on over there. He had some strange dad bod going. I was like that, Matt Brown. Really? He, he just didn't look like he's never looked ripped though. But he's just so yeah. fucking tough. He's so tough. He's so skilled. Yeah, and he, he, he can keep a pace. That's for sure. Did the Mohawk piss you off at all or no? No, you know what? It's, <laughs> <laughs> it, well, it's funny. Funny people were like kind of bagging on him about his haircut, and then but then I, I heard his story, and he was he, he you know he got it because his kids got it. So it's like oh. okay, that's cool, oh, okay. man. You know his kids got it, and then he wanted to mm. show his kids. You know he'll do it too. All right, gotcha. all right. It's hard. I got I got you. Adam, will you pick like for a fighter to win based on one of the fighters' haircuts? Like the last card, that <laughs> the Asian dude had the tremendous like blonde haircut. Yeah, that looked terrible. Tall. But then Lorenz Larkin has the worst haircut in the game, and he went out and destroyed Neil Magny. <laughs> so it's like you know, uh, there's some pretty bad ones. Cody Walker is fighting AJ McGee. We we had Cody on the thing. Tony McGee's kid. Remember yeah. Antonio McGee? Yeah, yeah. He's four and zero. He's good. 
Although, I don't know. Walker. Who's he fighting? Cody Walker. We took okay. him, he got him on the show last week. He took the fight on one week notice, but he fought two weeks ago and won in 13 seconds. And he's fought good guys. And he's got he's eight and four with eight finishes versus a guy who's four and oh. Uh, and the key is really good. But we'll see. And it's a tough fight. I don't know. Walker's a heavy underdog. But from talking to him, I kind of got confident in him. He's such a nice guy. Like, you have to go for him. And he's been on the show, so you have to make a choice. Derek Anderson's fighting Saad Awad. You know that, guys? You know those guys? I've heard his name. <laughs> awesome. Georgie versus Bubba. Now, Bubba has been training with you over at, at King's. Yeah, yeah, he's been at King's. I, I haven't specifically, I haven't trained with him like myself a lot. I've, the last couple of weeks, I, I had been off. But, uh, no, man, he's working, he's working his butt off. He's, he looks good in the gym, for sure. You think he beats Georgie? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's not an easy fight, but I think so. I think he wins this fight. I think so, too. I think so, too. Uh, even though Georgie won the first fight, choked him out, I think Bubba doesn't... He doesn't make that mistake leave again. Leave his neck out there. Yeah. Uh, now, in the UFC uh, news, by the way, uh, word is that somebody told me yesterday on my Periscope that they're thinking about doing Donald Cerrone versus Kelvin Gastelum next. What? Yeah, which... Is, is Cowboy a free agent? Yeah, but I heard he says, I'm a UFC fighter. I'm not going to Bellator. Right. Uh, Someone from your Periscope? Somebody from Periscope said that they're thinking about doing... must be true. uh, Kelvin Gastelum. I mean... It'd be a fun fight. Yeah. Who do you think wins that fight? I don't know. I mean, Cowboys look great. You know, it's funny. Even usually when guys go up a weight class, they, they they don't do as good or they don't look as good. And Cowboy, man, he's... He's a, he's a, he looked great. Were you surprised how he beat Rick Story? Not really. Not really. It's good. I mean, stylistically, it was a great, great fight for him. Um, but no, he, you know, I don't think, you know, Story, Story's, he likes to, to pull guys into a brawl. He's not, he's not super technical, but yeah, I'm not, anyway, I'm not surprised. One of my favorite stories, though, is when you and Rick Story got into a fight in the hospital afterwards, right? Or backstage. What was it? Backstage or the hospital? We were throwing chairs at each other in the in the back. In yeah. the back, yeah, yeah. That was one of my favorite. Tell us the story again. No, nah, Adam, it's not. That's not time for that. <laughs> <laughs> we don't got that much time today, so you know what I mean. <laughs> All right, so Damian Maya versus Carlos Condit. Such a weird fight. It's weird, huh? Uh, yeah, because Damian Maya, I feel like, can beat anybody with his jujitsu. But Carlos Condit is always a gamer. Have we ever, ever seen Carlos Condit dominated in the octagon? I don't uh, think so. No. Uh, except for your fight with him, right? That was a good fight. Oh, the, yeah, the first round, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty one-sided. But yeah, you know, he, exactly. He's a gamer, man. He's, he's hard to put away. So who wins this fight, Jake? I think Condit does. I think it's going to, uh, you know, the later the fight goes, it definitely favors him. He's kind of like a... He's like a Matt Brown. He's he's durable. He's an endurance guy, but um, Connick can hold his own. You know, he's not a his grappling's good. He's not a he's not a guy who's just gonna get taken down and submitted. You know, like some of these the retreads that that, that Maya's fought. But I think Condit. Uh, retreads. Yeah. What's I a retread? It's just a, it's just a, it's just a word for <laughs> for a jobber. You know, but I, think, I like that. I think Condit wins it though. Now now Jake. Uh, by the way, after your fight, right? Yeah, you're you're. Uh, girlfriend uh, is smoking hot. I mean, I, I've seen her in bikinis. She's like, I mean, she's a ten, uh, right behind my fiance. I mean, she's she's <laughs> she's, she's super hot. Now that right. night, yeah, okay, you're in Omaha. Okay, you you win your Actually, fight. I was in Atlanta. Atlanta. Okay, yeah. you win your fight. You're back at the hotel. 
Does she just rock your world? Does she say, hey, Jake, I'm, I'm so happy you're back on track? <laughs> and just like, I mean, was it insane? No, wait. <laughs> to to kind of, uh, not to damper the story, but she, she didn't come to Atlanta or, or my son. They were, they were in California, though. <laughs> All right. So how many chicks that night did you hook? No, no I'm kidding. No. no uh, yeah. so, so when did you see her? Did you, you went back to Omaha afterwards, right? No, I went back to uh, I went back to California. Okay, yeah. so when you get back to California, right? You get off the plane, you go home. Is she that's in lingerie? Is she like say? Does she have a sign saying like like Jake Ellenberger, like future champion, like comeback of the year? Is, is she like is it is it insane? Is there smoke and and all types of fog and candles and everything? Hey, did you make me a sandwich? <laughs> yeah, I, I did. I got you the turkey oh, sandwich. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you. Dodgeball. <laughs> it looks good. It looks good. <laughs> all right, all right, okay. Uh, Anthony Pettis versus Charles Oliveira. Oliveira. That's a good fight, man. I, actually, I can't. I can't wait to watch that fight. I'm a, you know, I like. I like Pettis. I'm a, I've been a Pettis fan, but uh, that's a tough fight. He's not. You know, that's going to be a. That's going to be one of those. You know when you when you when you see that Oliver name, you're like, "Fuck, this gonna this guy. The kid's no joke. He, he, you know, he's and I think he's still maturing." Doe Silva, by the way, is doing a great job in matchmaking. I don't know what go, is going on because the last two the last two things I bet on the parlays have been pretty easy. Like I'm like, "Oh, this guy's gonna win. That guy's gonna win." But I mean, how do you bet on Maya versus Condit? It's it's like there's so many. It's that's a tough fight to bet on. Well, and if I was a betting man, which I am, yes. Um, I, I would bet the props. I'd bet maybe, uh, like, you know, the distance, how far it goes, how, how many rounds start, that kind of thing. Really? Starts round three. Yeah, you know, it's tough picking winner. I mean, unless you're just like, oh, this guy, unless you got a, you know, a big favorite, I'm sorry, a big underdog, then it's like, and, and it, it's a close fight. You're obviously going to bet on the underdog because the value is there. But, um, yeah, with a fight like that, I would bet on, like, goes starts round three or goes how many rounds. What website do you use? Um, I use five dimes. Oh, nice. Am I allowed to talk about that? On yes, you are. I, I, well, they, they didn't pay me. They finally paid me my five dimes account. All right, so Pettis versus Oliveira. Uh, this another one. I, I assume Pettis is going to win, but he's lost three in a row. But look at the guys he's lost to, man. You, absolutely. I, I, you know what I mean? It's not to like defend him, but like people are always like, oh, this guy's... Trust me, I've been written off a few times. This fucking guy. Yeah, like when you lost twelve in a row, people, people were saying, twelve in a row. People, where's the chair? Damn it, where's the chair? No, but uh, you know, it's like again, you know, you know, he's lost two or three, whatever it is. But then you look at the guys, you're like, he's, he's fought some fucking savages, mm-hmm. some good dudes. That's very true. So I, w- I would say Pettis, based on level of opposition where he was, but can a guy get comfortable with losing? Is that possible? Uh, you sure? I mean, I'm I mean, a Bob Sapp, obviously, but yeah. I'm saying a guy like, a <laughs> guy, but a guy like Pettis, who's been to the top. Yeah, you know, that's, I mean, it's hard, man. It's all, and that's what thing. It comes, it comes down to your mental state. I mean, um, if someone said this, and I think it made sense to me, he goes, "This sport's either gonna, it's gonna make you, or it's gonna fucking break you." And I think, you know, some guys don't come back. You know, what I mean, some guys get broken, or you know, and Pettis being the champion at the top, it just kind of. You know, it kind of comes down to how he's going to deal with, uh, with, and it looks like he's like. I mean, at least from like social media, it looks like he's has no problem with that. But. Nothing worse though than seeing a guy like rest in peace, Kevin Randleman, Ken Shamrock, uh, some of these guys that were at the top BJ. of the top. BJ, uh, even I wouldn't say Tito because Tito still, you know, he still wins fights. But you see, look at them. You go on these shirt dog and their records, and you see like. 
oh, at one point they were 10 and 1 or, t- sh- you know, 11 and 0 or like Sean Salmon, like some of these guys that even like they were, they were, had great records. Yeah. And then you see like seven losses in a row. Yeah. Or, uh, even Don Fry will put him in that category. Or, you know, and you're just like, fuck, what happened? Did they get comfortable losing? Did they not give a shit? Was it just about the money? Did they, did they, yeah, convince- well, that, exactly. That, that's a trap too, a lot of guys fall into. They start making fucking money and then, they're, and then they're, they're, they're just fighting for money. That's when you start losing. Like, I, you know, trust me, there's so many things that can pull you away from, uh, from being focused and winning. It's like, that's, uh, money's a huge one. It's like, okay, you're going to make, um, make this make you know, and then they start doing it just as a job. And Jens like, Pulver, let's put him yeah, in that category. Jens, exactly, hell of a, a world champion. And that's what, and then to me, it's like sad because number one, it's like okay, yeah, you beat Jens Pulver, but you didn't really beat Jens Pulver. You beat a shell of Jens Pulver. And right. Uh, by the way, let me talk about something. Uh, I wanted to talk about uh, at last week's fight. So I was I was there. I was at the fight, and. They put on Daniel Cormier on on on, the, on like the big thing, and everybody boos. I mean, I didn't boo, yeah. but a good majority of the people, the fans, booed. Or maybe it wasn't the majority, but people that were booing were booing so loud it felt like people booing Daniel Cormier. Then they put Mike Tyson on the screen, and you would think the Pope showed up. I mean, ah! And look, I'm a Mike Tyson fan. Okay, I'm not bashing Mike Tyson, but let's look at like who we should root for as a society. Cormier versus Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson, okay, he was knocking everybody out. He was a champion. He was great. Then, okay, he goes to jail, okay, for years. He was accused of a a charge of rape. I don't know if he raped the girl. I don't think he did, okay, based on the following the thing. I don't think he raped the girl. However, he he did go to jail for rape. Okay, let's not. And then he, he even said in an interview, look, I didn't rape her, but there's about seven things that I did where I should be in jail for, so I'll go to jail for one of those things, which yeah. on the surface seems very noble, like, wow. But what if he was, like, a mass murderer? Like, what if one of those seven things was, like, <laughs> he was a serial killer? Okay, so that's, like, that could be terrible. Then he admits he, he uh, when he was growing up, he was, like, robbing people, doing all kinds of shit. Then yeah. he gets out of jail, okay? He goes back to jail for getting into a fight with an elderly couple after a car accident. He bites Holyfield's ear, okay? Uh, he's been in and out of trouble for his whole life. And granted, he's talented, he's charismatic, he was in The Hangover, he has a great show on Broadway. Okay, yeah, yes, there's a lot of great things to cheer Mike Tyson for. Redemption factor. However, a lot of times, you know, if you were the family of whatever, of that Washington girl, and you, and you think he raped her, I wouldn't be cheering for no Mike Tyson. Yeah. Now, you look at Daniel Cormier. Nicest guy in the world. Nicest guy, two-time Olympian, uh... I think captain of the wrestling team at OSU, captain of the Olympic team, captain of AKA, mentor, Fox analyst, lost one fight, never quit. Mike Tyson quit, quit on the stool against Kevin McNeely, okay? He was losing against Holyfield, so he bites his fucking ear. That's a quitter to me. Holyfield, uh, this guy never uh, quit in his life, Daniel Cormier. Never quit, never did anything wrong, mm-hmm. and people are booing him. Like, wh- Jake, what? Talk to me, man. I don't get it. I'm a big Daniel Cormier fan, and I don't. I don't get it. It's you know, it was even you look at like the you know shows John Jones and, and all the shit he's done, and people are people are cheering for him. But it is it, you know you look at Mike Tyson, and I think like the the entertainment factor comes in. You know, and he you know he was a monster, like he was a freak, and people love the freak show appeal. You know, he was he was knocking people out. Um, he he may not be a good person. He may not have done. He may have done a lot of really horrible things, but. Um, 
in the entertainment industry that you know it doesn't matter. I think, but yeah, I, I'm I'm that that you know it kind of bums me out too because I'm a big DC fan and uh, fucking super nice guy, you know, great family, great dad, like. There's no reason not to like the guy. Yeah. I don't, I don't get it. I mean, what are we doing here? And I, I understand. Yeah, you're right. He was knocking people out, but he's also knocking a lot of bums out. Uh, you know, he was knocking a lot of people out that, I mean, Cormier is, you know, beats Stan Henderson. I mean, Anthony murders Johnson. Stan Henderson, beats Anthony Johnson. Uh, you could argue that Cormier beat better guys than Mike Tyson did uh, yeah, so far. He definitely he's he's fought some murderers. B. Sure. Anderson Silva on you know took Silva came on the fight and he's, he's lost one fight to John Jones, which I was there. He won two out of five rounds. Okay, he didn't win three rounds. One round, he one more round he, he would have won. Anyway, that being said, it just it baffles me. Hmm. But you know, people can root who they want. Uh, Paige Van Zant versus Rowdy Beck. Looking forward to this fight. Uh, yes. Uh, by the way, we we were talking last time who we'd rather sleep with. Paige Van Zandt and Rowdy Beck. Jake? Hmm. Is it, oh, that's the... That's the question, yeah. <laughs> Not who's going to win the no, fight. No, no. Well, well, who's going to win the fight? <laughs> um, yeah, well, let's, well, let's start there. Um, I don't... It, it's, it's, it's... Again, on paper, you would think Paige Van Zandt. However, she's been doing all... You know, she became this superstar overnight, doing Dancing with the Stars, that kind of thing. She's been out for a while. That, that, that can play a role. But, um... And I, I like Rowdy Beck. I, she's a cool girl. And, and uh... She, you know, she trains down at Alliance. I, I, uh, I think it's gonna go the distance, man. I, I, again, I hate to play the fence, yeah, but I'm, I'm actually leaning towards Beck, but I don't know, man. Also, Paige never fought a puncher. Beck, you could say, is a puncher. I mean, she, she drops people, she hurts people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paige Van Zandt has fought Felice Herrig, not really a puncher. Uh, Rowdy, I fought Rose Namajunas, not really a puncher either. Uh, where Beck seems to actually have a little bit of pop. Inner. Right. But wrestling wise, can Beck defend her takedown? Paige has good wrestling, uh, good ground and pound. Uh, I'm, I'm pulling for Beck based on the fact that she's been on our podcast and yeah, uh, yeah. she's just a cool chick. chick. Lozon versus Miller. I got Lozon all day. It's going to be a fun fight. This is uh, number two, right? Number two? Joe Lozon, Jim Miller, number yeah, two. Yeah, number two. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Miller won the first fight. Did he? Yeah. How did, how did it go the first one? I don't know. I don't know sure. how. I think he Real submission. I think he submitted him. Yeah, I just think. Okay. Two, I, but sure. I like this fight because there's two guys past their prime, and they're not. You know, and but it's still they're still good, so capable of beating you know most people in their division. Mm-hmm. And I like this fight. Uh, I, I like it when they pair guys like, you know, guys that are a little older against each other. I don't like it like like that Mike Pyle fight I went to last time, where he fought that that young kid that just. Need him to death and put him to sleep. I was like, "Oh, the Brazilian." Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was training at Kings. I had no idea they were even fighting. Like, because I was watching the fight. Because I knew he had a fight coming up, uh, the Brazilian kid. And then I, I was watching the fights, and I was like, "Oh, she's he's fighting pile." And that, I was surprised how that ended. That kid was good, though, right? Yeah, he's pretty good. You don't think he's that good? Well, I, I don't know. I don't, to be yeah. honest, it's hard to say. You don't even, yeah, that was insane. I, I was like, "Fuck!" But then you you knocked out pile in what twelve seconds? No, no, that was um, Pele. You knocked the second round. Yeah, Pele was like second round, yeah. Second right, round, right away in the second. Round. But he was, uh, yeah, that was my first win in the UFC. Actually. Is it weird having so much power in those hands? Like, you ever like finger bang a chick and then she just like <laughs> fucking like like passes out? <laughs> <laughs> no, that hasn't happened yet. All right, not, not quite. Not yet. Not okay, yet. so there's still a chance. Uh, yeah, right. Sam Alvey versus Kevin Casey. Sam Alvey. 
The guy who smiles all the time. Smiling. Sam Alvey. You know okay. him. Kevin Casey. He's the guy that made the rap song with Spencer Pratt. No retreat, no surrender. He's a black belt under yeah, yeah, Gracie. Yeah, Hicks and Gracie. Black belt. Yeah, yeah. He trains with Hiron and Henry at the Gracie camp. Um, if he goes to the ground, I'd, yeah, I would definitely give it to Casey. Yeah, but he doesn't do his jujitsu in fights for some reason. He, it's like well, one yeah, of those. That's, it's, yeah, that's the thing too, man. It's like you, 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 I would be just training takedowns if I was a jujitsu guy. It's like because <laughs> you can't get the fight to the ground. You, you know, it's yeah. How are you going to use any of them skills? If you were going to recommend, like when I go back to uh, training. I'm, I'm going to go back to training, and uh, I'm going to do mostly. Most, what do you recommend? What do you think is the most important martial art for a street fight? Street fight? Yeah. Hmm. Boxing. I don't know because in a street fight you don't, you, you don't. They're so quick, and it's almost like tech. Tech. I mean, you should learn some techniques, you know, like right. the fundamentals. But there's no, there's no point of, you know, fine tuning this precision of. It's just like you're in a street fight. Probably boxing and wrestling, right? Those yeah, I, yeah, definitely. I mean, wrestling won't hurt, but I mean, uh, fuck, man, that's a good question. Kickboxing, striking. Have you ever seen a kick in a street fight? I've never seen a kick in a street no, fight. No, but you see a lot of clinching. You yeah, know what I mean? the head clinch. But I don't know, man. I would, I wouldn't even say a specific martial art. It would definitely be a striking art, but and, you, and be able to not go to the ground. When's your brother fighting again? Is he fighting again? Uh, yeah, he's not, not scheduled, but he's, he's, he's been training. So, uh, yeah, he was out for a while. He had an operation on his eye, the, the whole torn retina. Did I tell you about yeah, that? No. Well, he was, yeah, he was out for about a year because he had a torn retina from his first fight in the UFC, but they didn't see it till like six or eight months after. Ah. Uh, but, uh. So he didn't he had, see it or they didn't see it? No, well, they, they didn't uh, find it, you know what I mean, until uh, yeah. whatever. Because he had gotten eye exams, but you have to see like a retina specialist to see the, the back of the eye. Fuck. But anyway, yeah, he's, he was out for about a year, but he's, he's been training, so. Nothing, uh, nothing scheduled yet. Is it weird that you and Joe are in such good shape and Adam isn't? Do you guys give him a hard time at all or no? Nah. <laughs> well, the funny part is, like, we were talking about growing up, and, and I was like, man, Adam fought more than both of us did. Really? Yeah. He, like, he, at a party, at a bar, whatever. Do you and your brother ever, like, take off his shirts just to fuck with him, like, in pictures? Uh, no. <laughs> no. He doesn't give a shit. He, he doesn't care. He's funny. He really don't care. I like your brother. <laughs> Your brother's, yeah. your brother's cool. So, <laughs> All right, guys. So let's just drop this. Uh, this like upcoming couple months. There's like the UFC every single weekend, right? Yes. So let's just run down like the next five, and I want you guys to say which one you're looking forward to the most. All right, right? let's go. Maya Condit, Arvlosky, Barnett, Miocic, Overeem, Poirier, Johnson, Cyborg versus Landsberg, and then Lineker versus Dodson. Hmm. Well. Heavyweights are always fun. I mean, we watched yeah. that Stipe versus Overeem fight. Right. I mean, we watched him versus Dos Santos. Verdum, Verdum, Verdum. Right, right, right. I think Stipe can beat Overeem, but he can. getting out of that first round is going to be tough. You know, it, I was thinking about that fight on the way here, and I was like, man, I, I, I kind of think Overeem might get him. But, you know, he's been knocked out a few times. And it's, it's in Cleveland. Stipe can touch him. He's, he's going to have the whole Cleveland behind him. Yeah. They're very prideful, those Cleveland people. Yeah, it's a great city. I love Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go with with Stipe, uh, and then the Arlovsky Barnett. That's also that's a tough one to pick too, because you're like, how much does Arlovsky have left? Barnett is a bigger guy. I mean, even though it doesn't look like he has power, he's got power. But you look at like the Arlovsky and uh, Travis Brown fight. That was crazy. Yeah, I mean, no one counted Arlovsky in that fight. Well, I know he was 
training with Edmund, so I, I was like, I had all my money on. Uh, oh, no, really? Yeah, I'm kidding. <laughs> you know, your money on <laughs> Yeah. Of no, course, you I'm, did. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But uh, yeah, I don't, man. I, I don't know. That's a weird fight. You would lean towards Barnett, but I'm leaning towards Barnett just based, but I don't know. You know, sometimes Barnett gets hurt. I mean, yeah, you're right. You look at Travis Brown, like murdered Barnett, but Arlovsky murdered Travis Brown. But MMA math doesn't really work that well. Yeah, no. You know, so. And it's probably the worst math in the world is MMA math, right? Because it's so hard to yeah, pick. That's why I, I, I bet props, man. It's like, I mean, it, like I said, unless there's a big underdog and the value's there, then there's like, I bet props. Not that anyone gives a shit about my betting I do. So, so Nick Diaz and his boys got jumped really? uh, in, at Hyde Nightclub. I thought it was just Nick in the bathroom. Uh, oh, Nick in the bathroom. Yeah, my four he, guys. He says three guys didn't know who he was and started mouthing off to him. The brawl went outside of the bathroom, but Nick said he got the best of them. I, I don't know if I don't know if I believe this story because who's not if you're a meathead at Hyde at five in the morning, do you not know who Nick Diaz is? And why would you try to fight Nick Unless Diaz? Unless they're real fucked up and just don't even can't even see his face very well. And why would you talk shit to Nick Diaz? I mean, it's just yeah. in, in the bathroom as your dick well, out. Guys, like, and and guys, they get they get super tough when they're with their boys. You know, I mean, there's like three or four of them. Then it's it's not they're not by themselves. You know what I mean? They get a little. I feel like they might have been like, we take a picture with you? And he said, no, I'm, in the fuck. I'm taking a shit right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking a piss. Why would you get take the, a shit at the Get the, the club, fuck man. away from me. Ugh. And then next thing you know, a fucking fight broke out. That could be. Yeah, it's just strange, right? Why would you? Who wants you to fight know, in the bathroom? <laughs> we never get all the details, you know? It's like, sure, that's. Who's going to jump Nick Diaz? Yeah. I mean, that's just crazy. Is he, is he, uh, he's, he's off his suspension, right? I think so. I mean, you never know the, the, the Diaz brothers. So uh, we know Woodley trying to fight Diaz. Oh, what? Well, yeah, Woodley wants to fight anybody but Wonder Boy. Oh, I know. Uh, he he does not want to fight Wonder he's Boy. He's dodging that like the plague. Now that think I blame he deserves him. to be able to just to pick no who he fuck next? no. You're the champ. You you welcome any and all all comers. I think that's the, my. I mean, that's my stance. If I'm the champ, right. I don't. You know what I mean? If if it's his turn, you know, like fuck the UFC says who I'm fighting next. That's just my opinion. You're the Arguing. champ. You fight the number one contender. Right. It, 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 mandatory. Exactly. That's exactly. it. Otherwise, what's the point of having the rankings? It has nothing in it. For me, it has nothing to do with Woodley. It just has to do with, like, you're the champ. Like, you fight the next best guy. You here's, know what I mean? here's, the, here's the problem is you got guys like Henderson fighting Bisbing. That completely fucks up. The, any, once that happens, everyone says, oh, you could fight the number 12 guy and you're the champ. Fuck it. I'll just rack up the money. Yeah, I mean, well... You I understand he beat him, but it was at UFC 100. That was like 10 a, years ago. 102, <laughs> that was 102 UFCs ago. Not including the fight nights and whatever put else. It that way, that's a uh, long, lot of UFCs. 102 ago. UFCs ago, yes he, yes, he got beat by Dan Henderson. So now he's not even, he beat Hector Lombard, who came up from 170. So he didn't even beat a guy in the division. And now you're letting him fight the champ. So when that happens, Tyron Woodley goes, well, if he gets to fight Dan Henderson, well, yeah, so I then mean, I get to fight fucking Carrot Top, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, Dan Henderson's got to be one of the only cases that you could argue being he has been the champ before, you know, pride champ, that kind of thing. But. And Carrot Top brings pops to the cage. But, but still, but, but no, but, but, no, but it's bullshit. It's I get what you're saying. You know, the ranking, it, it messes like, the rankings up. The way sure. I see it, it's like, it's like saying, look, okay, the Lakers were a 500 team this year. They didn't make the playoffs. But you know what? They do really good ratings, so they're in the play. They're in the finals. Mm-hmm. They, don't even, they get to fucking jump the whole playoffs and go to the finals. Well, you could also you could be fucking Luke Rockhold and be like, "Why am I fighting Michael Bisbing?" Well, that's because Wyman pulled out. 
Well, still, was he number and, three? Yeah, he w- kind of was. He was the was guy. He? It was like Jacare was hurt. Yoel was suspended. And then I think Tim Kennedy was like retired or something or, you know, whatever. I mean, Derek Brunson is like number nine. So Bisping was like right there. Yeah. I mean, if you put yourself in, in Joe Silva, Dana's shoes, it's like it's tough because the, the MMA ranking system math, it's all hard to make it work. But, but here's you know the problem, I mean? though. They they're, have they're history. Going, they have but history, what they're doing, so. the problem is they're going for like, okay, Bisping versus Hendo is going to sell tickets. Mm-hmm. It will. Right. They're going to fight in England. Everyone in England's going to be behind Bisbing. Right. Handle fans, whatever. It's his last fight ever. It's like a Rocky story. It's well, basically if he wins, it is his last fight. <laughs> yeah, and it is like Rocky Balboa in some ways. He gets to that one last fight. Okay, however, however, it's short-term thinking. In the long term, it's going to fuck up precedent. Because now you're going to say, okay, being number one or two doesn't really matter. I mean, look at it. They're having the ultimate fighter season. The next ultimate fighter is a bunch of fighters living in the house to compete at who gets the title shot. And right. that, to me, that's bullshit. What's the point of being ranked number two or one if you're going to be able to be leapfrogged well, by number All those 30? fighters in the house are actually champions from other like, organizations, That's right? great. And you know what? I'm the, I was the Class A wrestling champ of t- 1997. I, I don't get a title <laughs> shot in the UFC. That's true. <laughs> you might. I, it's come on. Forty-five, Adam. He's going to fight Aldo. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, so, uh, by the way, they're How saying... How long would you last if that wouldn't... Against that Aldo? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It depends on I'm, when I'm turtling up. Uh, Unless you're on that TRT, you know. How long would I last with Aldo? I would not let, get out of the second, first you round. you the second round? No. I mean, I would go for wrestling. I would just, I would, I would stay away as long as I could. Just, double, just take him down. And then I would just try to double leg him against the cage and just hold on. And that's all I would do. I mean, maybe tickle him or, or something. You know, foot stomps. Fucking five minutes of foot stomps. See how that works. Yeah. Yeah. Foot I would stomps not, are funny. I don't. I wouldn't last around with anybody in the UFC. I mean, at one twenty-five, wouldn't last around. I don't know. There's some. There's some fucking chuds in the UFC. About a female fighter, like. I don't know. Paige Van Zandt. Fighting or? Yeah, uh, fighting. (laughs) Opposed to? (laughs) Fighting or sex? Sex absolutely would not last around. (laughs) (laughs) Be a lot shorter than a fight. (laughs) (laughs) I I reckon wouldn't last a walkout. Uh, Dude, I remember one of the worst uh, times I've ever had sex was like, I went to the strip club and I got one off my anxiety medication because like Uh I'm on Celexa. It takes forever to come, like, which is good, but I went off it. And which then it was like I went like I was in turbo mode like just so I was a long time ago I went to this uh, this girl in Arizona she like she like I think I busted in like four seconds and she's like all right she goes when was the last time you got laid that's not what you want to hear after sex <laughs> <laughs> that's like the, that's not what you want to hear ever <laughs> when was the last time you got laid. <laughs> That's what was tremendous. your what was your answer? I was like, uh, "You're so hot," or something. Right? <laughs> Perfect answer. I was like, "Round two would be better," and it was, but it still it was like, you know, it's never better. Round two was always like, you know, so uh, yeah, man. So Jake, so are you, are you back at Kings? Yeah, I've been in there a um, couple days a week, two three days a week. So now, how how hard was the cut to seventy? No, it wasn't bad. Yeah, I mean, I I, I think I landed. In Atlanta, about 183. So, how nervous were you about getting cut? Is that a true story? Did you really go to the That's Vegas and you and, and like you begged Dana? I didn't. know. we just had a conversation. Like, let me, let me, let me. I'll just go into it. So, there was a lot of talk um, 
and this was like one of the you know it's one of the situations where you're like no news is good news kind of thing but um you know when when uh i was actually already i had already set up a meeting with dana so i you know i i, I was fortunate enough to have a relationship with him i hit him up and, and said yeah no no problem so, so i went up there and met him and then so he was telling me you know this is what this is what they're they're thinking you know and i was like I mean, it wasn't, you know, it was, it was a, it was a real, pretty quick conversation. You know, I said, you know, give me, give me one more chance, and and uh, and he did. But yeah, that was a true story. So it wasn't you got on your hands and knees, you're like, please, Dana, I don't no. want to go to Bellator, and you were crying, and like, <laughs> oh you were throwing in perks and stuff, and offering your wife. No, no, none of that. That, that it didn't happen. Yeah, no, that's not. Uh-uh. <laughs> that's the way it made it seem a little bit, right? Right. Did you read the article? It seemed like you no, were begging. It, it seemed like you were begging. Like you no. Uh-uh. Oh, okay. No, you know, it, it's just, we had a man-to-man conversation. It was oh, like, okay. This is, you know, this is how I didn't. I've really, you know, I valued the the relationship I had with him in the UFC, and, and uh, I've always been a company guy. And I'm like, shit, I've been in the UFC seven years, man. Like this is this is not how I want it to end. And, and uh, just give me one more shot. I was so, dude. I, I was. And then like, I was like, yeah, you're fighting Matt Brown. I knew it was gonna happen. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I Let's knew, I knew that, uh, I knew you were gonna win. For some reason, I just knew it. I, I kept saying it. I'm like, it's a great matchup for Jake. You know, I'm like, he's back. He's out of his head. You know, he's he, he's like not training how to, you know, take away IEDs from <laughs> you know fields and stuff. Like I, I was really, I, I knew it. I don't know why I knew it. It was one of those things. And people were telling me, they're like, I should have listened to you. I should listen to you. So. That when you say, I told you, motherfucker. I did. I know. Because uh, I also, like, every fight that you've lost, you've had the guy hurt. You had Tarek hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had Brown hurt. I mean, you had uh, Wonderboy hurt. So those fights could have went your way. It was just, yeah. You know, it wasn't like uh, it wasn't like you got dominated. I mean, you you had these guys hurt. Right. Is Yeah, exactly. It is what it is, you know. So How annoying is the people giving you advice? Do you just tune out? Yeah, you got it, man. You got to tune that. I, it's hard. To, I don't even get on social media a lot. Like before fights, I don't. But it's everyone. <laughs> everyone's gonna on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter's gonna tell you what you should do, what you shouldn't do, that kind of thing. But well, last night you tweeted there are some really incredible minds on Twitter. That was a joke, right? Or was no, it, I was. You, you were fucking around. That was true. Are you being serious or no? I can't tell. Like, like sometimes you're so fucking obnoxious. <laughs> I can't tell. I, I can see you laughing at your own jokes. Like, it's <laughs> fucking ridiculous. They, they're, they're, it's funny. I, I get a, I get a kick out of it. I get a laugh out of it. Nice. So, did your uh, kid see the fight? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's attention span's not really that long, but he, he watched a little bit. What did he say? So that's what I, he gave me a fist bump. So that's, that's what I fucking thought. Really? <laughs> you know, he can't even talk, Adam. No. 13 months. Oh, he, he didn't he like... He can't even talk. What did he say? <laughs> Your kid didn't give you advice on fighting? Was, was, he, was he like, hey, dad, this is what you got to do? Like, yeah, no, but he, he'll come up and fucking hit me, no problem. Really? Yeah. Like when I'm laying down, he'll come up and just like smack me in the face or the nuts. And I'm like, really? Do you laugh or you or no? Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it is, we, we wrestle. We, we play fight. It's fun. Uh, all right. Well, listen, I got to get going. I got a uh, show for the military tonight in San Diego. I got to drive to San Diego. Uh, actually, uh, we're at uh, one of the forts like past San Diego. Uh, I'll be at Bellator tomorrow. 
Tuesday, I'm at the Irvine Improv. Want to come to Irvine Tuesday? Improv? Yeah. Yeah. Tuesday night? For sure. You going to come? Nice. Right by my house, bro. Right by your house, yeah. man. Like I, I, five Jake, minutes. it is so good talking to you, man. Like, <laughs> I, I missed you. I, 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 I know was, it. I, I really missed you, man. Uh, any, any questions for Jake, Joe? All right. I have some fan questions. Do it. First one is from my brother-in-law, Jake Duncan. He wants to know if you can fight any MMA fighter from the past UFC, Bellator, any organization, who would it be? So any MMA fighter, pretty much? Any MMA fighter, anyone. Um, You know, I always wanted to fight uh, GSP just because, you know, and I'm saying that out of respect. Like, the guy was one of the guys that we've all looked up to, you know, Mm -hmm. especially when I was, like, coming up when I first started training. And uh, and just to see what he's done, that it's... That'd be uh, it'd be an honor to fight a guy like GSP. Yeah, you might have a chance. He's coming back, right? Yes, possibly. Yeah, it's the same UFC two hundred six. Really? Yeah, in Tor- I hope he does. In uh, Toronto, you know, it'd, be, it'd be fun to fun to see him fight. Who do you think they put him up against? I don't know. We'll see how CM Punk does against Mickey Gall. Oh shit! And uh, you're oh, watching that the CM Punk thing? I did. I'm not. It's watching. so ridiculous. They're like making like a reality show with him and his wife. His wife doesn't want to watch him fight. And his wife's hot though, right? She's really small. But yeah, she's but, hot. <laughs> okay, you didn't answer. Yeah, I say she hot. I was just wondering. <laughs> all right, all right. Was that the only question you had? All right, so yeah, that's the only question I had. All right, so so okay, uh, Jake. Yeah. Joe has been trouble getting laid. Like he only gets fours. Uh, he finally got one girl that was above a four. Okay. Yeah. Not years okay. old. Like I'm like like, like a four, like a, <laughs> like, a, like, a, like a four out of ten. Thank you for clarifying. All right, now Jake, I know you've only been with one girl. But really? she's but she's mm. smoking hot, right? They've they're all dimes, okay? All the one chick that you've had sex with. <laughs> uh, what what's your uh, advice for getting for Joe getting hotter chicks? Yes, what's your advice? Uh, I, I mean, where are you uh, where are you where are you looking? First of all, where's the where's the lake we're fishing in? Well, I'm I don't really like girls my age. Yeah, you like the older? Or you like oh the yeah, I like uh, like uh, if I had to pick between uh, Beck and Paige Van Zant. It's hard for me because Paige, she's really pretty, but then Beck, she's a mom, and that's like, boom, all right, I got to go with Beck. You, you like she, moms? Oh, yeah. Are you, close, right. like, <laughs> are you close to your mom? No, yes, the moms are like, I'll take care of you, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Joe knows what's up. So, like, any advice to talk to older women? What do you think uh, they like? Well, I'm looking for a sugar like, mom. Uh, are we talking, like, five years older, ten years older? I'm talking, like, 20, Doesn't 15, matter. 30 years <laughs> like, how old are you? Like, I'm 20 years old. All right, so you're like, so you, want, you want a 50 year old? 56. Oh, I've been there. That wasn't too bad. Yeah, so you, you know, want your girls that are almost dead. Yeah, that can leap, put me in the will somewhere. In the will. Leave me a subway could, you, gift card or you something. Could yell out bingo during sex and stuff. And <laughs> yeah. All right, this Be is the weird fucking. Okay, listen, we're gonna end the show. Listen, so uh, bingo. Uh, next week I will be in Naples, in Naples, Florida, at, at Off the Hook Comedy Club. If you like this podcast, you could tip us on Tip a Fighter. Uh, Jake, anything coming up? Uh, no, nothing yet, man. I'm just uh, got a couple uh, couple of trips coming up. That's yeah. Just I'm, and, I'm looking to. November, we're, they're, they're in talks right now, so nothing's set yet. And now, Jake, if our fans ask you relationship questions, will you answer them? 
Sure. So hashtag Ask Jake, okay, on Twitter. Uh, ask Jake any this? types of relationship questions you want. Okay. Fucking Dr. Drew. Yes, Jake. Is, <laughs> we have the new Dr. Ellenberger. Okay, Jack, <laughs> Jake will answer any type of sex questions, anything about your dick not working. Guys, Jake loves to answer those questions, right? I know everything. Yeah, right. Just no. Yes, yeah. so Ask Jake, hashtag Ask Jake. Uh, he will answer all of your questions all day long about <laughs> sex and getting laid. He, he's, he's great at it. All right, so uh, we're right. gonna make this a thing. We're gonna make this hashtag Ask Jake. Okay, Ask Jake. Yep. All right. Listen. Thank you very much. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Take care. <laughs>